welcome to Soccer Morning. Here's your host, Jason Davis. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. We are live. Soccer Morning. It is that day. We have arrived in this moment. What a time to be alive. MLS 2016 gets underway on Sunday. Fully stacked schedule of 10 games. We've got our big extravaganza show. We've done this a couple of times now. Very excited. We have, how many guests did we end up with, Trevor? 14 in total, I believe. Uh, including, including Alexi Lalas. 15 total guests today on the show. Yes, that's what we're doing today. If you listened last year, we brought on uh, a cast of characters, a cast of thousands in order to make picks for the two, uh, for the 2015 MLS season. We thought it was such a great thing that we brought it back. Today's program features, again, a, a chat with Alexi Lawless, which we'll get to in about eight minutes. Then Leander Shirtlakins, Jonathan Tannenwald, Charlie Bohm, Doug McIntyre, Ariel Castillo, Steve Davis, Andrew Wiebe, Brian Dunseth, Grant Wall, Andrea Canales, Jeremiah O'Shan, Jeff Kasuf, John Strong, and Matt Doyle. So, Let's get to it. We don't have a whole lot of time. I got to stay on schedule. There you go. Peter Cech will miss three to four weeks, according to Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger. Wenger called the ailment a serious calf injury on Thursday. Um, obviously, Cech picked this up in that game on Wednesday. A debilitating loss for Arsenal against Swansea. Cech will miss Saturday's North London Derby, which will have a major impact on the Premier League title race, of course. David Ospina will step in for check during the crucial part of the season. Three to four weeks, not good uh, to lose your best goalkeeper. Relevant sports executive and U.S. friendly promoter Charlie Stilitano has called, called, caused a firestorm in the U.K. after painting the Super League as an idea whose time is coming. Stilitano defended the position of big clubs who might see a Super League format as their future. This all comes in the aftermath of a meeting on Tuesday involving relevant sports, Charlie Stilitano and several of the Premier League's biggest clubs, Arsenal, Manchester United, Chelsea, and the like, Arsenal, for their part, denied that they have any interest in changing the Premier, uh, sorry, the Champions League format. Of course, that's the Premier competition right now. Uh, you know, my timeline is filled with absolute hatred for Charlie Stilitano, and while I understand where it comes from. Let me just say that you that are are animus. Uh, the, those of us who don't like the idea of a super league, and that's a lot of the certainly the, uh, the committed fans of, uh, of of British clubs who live in England and live in the UK. Your anger should be also directed at the clubs themselves. This would not be even possible if there wasn't a lobbying group, a, a group of interested parties, the biggest clubs in in Europe who have banded together and are going to be the driving force behind this, no matter what relevant sports and, and Charlie Stilitano do. Now, he he did say some things which I understand people have taken issue with. Maybe we'll have a chance to dissect all of that next week. U.S. Women's National Team opens the She Believes Tournament with a one nothing win over England in Tampa last night. Crystal Dunn. Wow, Crystal Dunn. She comes off the bench and scores a screamer in the 72nd minute to lift the United States. They had one shot in the first half. It wasn't really going well. England was doing a very good job of holding down the number one team in the world before Crystal Dunn came on. The United States will play France um, on Sunday in Nashville as part of this tournament. Uh, you also had Germany uh, winning in this tournament already. Uh, this is um, U.S. Soccer's uh, U.S. Soccer's tournament uh, 
replacing, well, for the most part, replacing for the United States the Algarve Cup, which uh, is traditionally the, the tournament the United States plays in. Um, obviously, all of this is a build up towards the Olympics. And at the same time, the legal wrangling between U.S. soccer and the U.S. Women's National Team Players Union continues. Uh, there will be some judgments made. I, I, let me see. I, I didn't put that update in my rundown this morning, but I think that there's a judge trying to determine whether or not, of course, this is the, the crucial point, whether or not the players union has the, op- has the right to strike, uh, depending on whether there is a CBA in place or not. DC United's, uh, DC United's Davey Arnault has retired after 14 years due to concussion issues. Arnault will join United's coaching staff effective immediately. He suffered a concussion last year uh, in training, has been able to, unable to return to the field since then, dizzy, uh, uh, suffering from obviously some, some, um, symptoms of concussions. We wish, uh, Davey Arnault the best. Uh, never a flashy player in MLS, but you don't last 14 years if you're not really, really good. Arno retires at 36 as the league's all-time leader in fouls suffered. And that's one of those under-the-radar stats, one of those things that tells you just how effective Davey Arno was in in helping his various teams uh, do what they needed to do in midfield. Not Again, not the flashiest player, not... Not going to to show up on the score sheet or or, um, or the stat sheet very often in in uh, with with assists or anything like that. Uh, but over the course of his career, playing for Kansas City, Montreal, and DC United, over 350 appearances in MLS, he did score 50 goals. Uh, he did manage to collect uh, seven caps for the United States men's national team as well. So there goes uh, Davey Arnault as his career his career comes to an end. The 2016 MLS season kicks off on Sunday, as I mentioned, with 10 games. We are ready. 21st season of the league features 20 teams. Sunday's highlighted games include the Red Bulls uh, starting their supporter shield defense against Jovinko and Toronto at Red Bull Arena. Portland hosting Columbus in an MLS Cup final rematch. That game's out in Portland at Providence Park. Seattle with a big crowd, I'm sure, hosting Sporting Kansas City. That'll be a fun one up there in the Pacific Northwest. You got L.A. Hosting DC United to close out this schedule um, on uh, Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time. I've looked at this schedule. It starts at 1:30 Eastern on the uh, for for the Red Bulls and uh, and Toronto. It goes all the way till midnight Eastern with LA and DC United. There's a small break, small half hour break in, in there, but that's it. That's all you get if you want to watch some soccer on Sunday. You're going to get more than your uh, fill. All right, here we go. Let's st- set the stage. Alexi Lawless will join us. We'll talk to Alexi for a bit, get his thoughts on the 2016 MLS season. Before we run through our guestapalooza, predictapalooza, what are we calling that thing? Doesn't matter. It'll be fun. Stick around. Soccer Morning, Backheel.com. All right, guys, let me tell you about Fulton and Rourke. Fulton and Rourke is a men's grooming and fragrance company that creates products specifically for the way men operate. In addition to using the highest quality ingredients available, each of their products is designed for the ways guys get ready. They're travel-friendly, easy for being on the go, extremely effective. Their solid colognes, which use a wax base instead of an alcohol spray, have been featured in GQ Details and Fast Company. Check out their fragrance, Tybee. It's a fresh and clean smell with notes of cedar and rosewood. 
Men's Health called their Ultra Slick No Foam Shaving Cream one of the best new grooming products on the market. Their new bar soap is great, too. It's designed to perform with or without a washcloth. And the blend of Moroccan red clay, eucalyptus, sage, and black spruce oil smells great and leaves your skin feeling fresh and clean. Go to their website, FultonAndRourke.com. That's F-U-L-T-O-N, the word and, R-O-A-R-K.com. And use the coupon code SOCCERMORNING15, that's SOCCERMORNING15, for 15% off your order and free shipping. Welcome to Soccer Morning. Here's your host, Jason Davis. All right, here we go. Uh, I am locked and loaded, ready to talk MLS 2016. First, with our guest from Fox Sports, a good friend of the show, going way back. Alexi Lawless joins us now via telephone from, from Los Angeles, I imagine, right? Absolutely. I'm in Los Angeles this morning, up bright and early. Uh, I've just made some cereal for the folks here, getting ready for carpool, and then... Uh, Later today, I'll be heading up to the lovely city of Seattle for our weekend game. As you know, everything's kicking off on Sunday with yeah. the 10 games, and uh, myself and John Strong and Julie Stewart-Binks will be up in Seattle for Seattle Sporting KC on FS1. Well, there you go. John Strong to make an appearance on this show at uh, at 1030, uh, making picks for the MLS season. So, uh, Alexi, as uh, as it's uh, dawn there in Los Angeles, the dawn of the MLS season. Okay, that was really terrible. But what we're going to talk about the 2016 <laughs> MLS season. Uh, you've got an interesting one up there in Seattle, but but I think that as we head into the new year, well, look, every MLS season brings with it, uh, and it's like baseball in this way, and, and the mm-hmm. league certainly wants it this way, that everybody's got hope. And, and because there are 12 playoff spots, and because if you get hot at the right time, like we saw the Timbers do last year, you can go win yourself a championship. Um, and yet we have to handicap the thing. When you look around the, the league, who, who for you got better over the offseason? Oh, I really want to say Colorado. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to, but I'm going, I, I, I will say it now. Uh, a cautionary type of getting better. Um, and, and this is like, as we all know, it's all, it's all on paper. Um, let's see who got better. I mean, Jason, you know, this league, if I find the person, the man or woman that is able to handicap this league, uh, I'm going to give them a big kiss and give them all of my money because it is next to impossible. And, and it's by design. We know that, that the parody is, uh, is manufactured, uh, but look, I think if you look at every single one of these teams, shall we go through every single one of these teams, like rapid fire? Well, I mean, I'll if, you it, one if, thing. if you want to, I mean, if you, if you've got right. a thought on everybody, I'll do it. I'll, do it. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I might need your help. Really, really sure. quick. Chicago fire, obviously brand new leadership with a new coach and the GM. How does that uh, translate? That's the story there. Colorado Rapids. Are they going to sign Tim Howard and become relevant? Uh, Columbus crew, uh, the continuation of the plan from Greg Berhalter, which has been phenomenal in terms of the way that they played, but once people figure it out, can they still, uh, adapt? DC United, eh, new stadium in the future, uh, maybe something like that. FC Dallas, uh, just a wonderful breakout year from last year where they did become relevant, uh, and exciting and a team that you want to watch. Can they continue that? Houston Dynamo is the, uh, uh, is always, uh, tenure actually going to amount to anything or are they just, uh, you know, a tree falling in the woods? LA Galaxy, what's the balance between being really experienced and just being really old? Got Montreal uh-huh. Impact, uh, Impact DDA Drogba, what, I mean, this is just ridiculous if he's not going to play on, 
on turf. I get it, but it's, it is still ridiculous. The New England Revolution, um, that wonderful core of players, are they actually going to find a way to get to the promised land uh, and, and the Jermaine Jones saga? And NYCFC, I think, writes itself with the, with the fact that it's all fine and well to spend a lot of money and have stars and a new, uh, new high-profile coach, but you got to win whether you're in Manchester or you're especially in New York City. The Red Bulls, this little engine that uh, just kind of uh, uh, abandoned the big star type of mentality and certainly worked with Jesse Marsh. Orlando, uh, Kaká and company down there in that second year with the incredible support that they have. Does that translate into a successful season? Philadelphia Union, does Ernie Stewart's uh, money ball type of philosophy actually translate into success? Uh, Portland coming off of a championship, we all know uh, they are going to strut as they should, but uh, what have you done for me lately? Real Salt Lake, uh, where have you gone? Real Salt Lake, San Jose Earthquakes, same place. I don't know, I'm probably going to need something for San Jose. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, a, a, new, a new day with, uh, with uh, Jordan Morris and, and company, and obviously Noel Bethany Martins, but still that elusive MLS Cup. Sporting KC, are they sporting thick and Dom Dwyer rebound in terms of his goal scoring production and will Benny Failhaber, regardless of what he does, ever get a look with the national team? Toronto FC, you know, Joe Vanko, the, the MVP was just wonderful. And then I guess. I don't know. Give me something for Vancouver, Jason. All right, I'm out of breath. I mean, well, Van- okay, yeah. I mean, Vancouver's a good team who is we're waiting to see if they can take the next step. They add Christian Bolaños. That maybe he's the key. I don't know. There you go. There's a lot to there ask of one guy, but they have some young, exciting talent, and they, you know, they traded Gershon Kofi. I- I'm fascinated to see how that's going to play out. I mean, I-, I look. I know there's Matias Lava, and they have um, uh, the the Canadian kid whose name is escaping me right now, um, uh, Tybert. But they, but to, but I thought Gershon Kofi was an up and coming star in this league, and and now. Now he's a New England Revolution player, and he's going to have to step into the role of, of Jermaine Jones there, and, and that's a lot to ask of him, even if he is talented. So there's a lot, there's lots of. I mean, you breathe first of all. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, yes. And let's let's go. It, through, it wasn't. It uh, wasn't. The, let me just say this though about the off season. It wasn't as spectacular and interesting, I think, and certainly not to the general public as as previous off seasons have been. It's not to say that it was boring, but I think. You had to be much more discerning and and probably much more well, of a did, junkie to really appreciate some of the stuff. Does that I, I, I does, guess does, does that mean that clubs are being smarter, or does that mean they're being conservative, or does that mean that it's just not one of those years because these things tend to go in cycles where we, you know, we've got a, a bunch of a bunch of guys hitting that 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 magic mark, the the where Gerard and Lampard landed last year, where their arrival made sense mm-hmm. in the summer. I mean, we right now the only is there, there right now the only potential big name summer signing I can think of uh is Tim Howard and that's not done yet. So, I, sure. I, is there anybody else? I don't think there is. No, no. I mean, and that's the that's the thing. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, when you're and when this is a battle for hearts and minds and and especially look, the junkies like us are going to be there. We're not going anywhere regardless of what happens. But in order to grow a business, you know, you have to increase uh, your base and your and your customers, and you have to go out into people that haven't tested your product or 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 have tested it but haven't uh, you know they don't want it on a consistent basis. In order to do that, sometimes you have to do big things. I think it's just a a function of timing. Um, I think there are a lot of teams that really want to keep their powder dry for the summer, uh, and I think there are a lot of teams that really feel that what they have amassed and certainly over the last year is something in their mind would, that would be special well, and, and is going to just continue to get better and they don't yeah. want to necessarily uh, break that up but it hasn't been you know the, the big name signings haven't 
uh, haven't come. And I, I don't, I don't look at that necessarily as um, a, uh, a a bad, uh, you know, an omen or anything like that. It's just, I think it's just the, the way that the timing is right now for this year. And it's not to say that yeah. next off season or this summer for that matter, all hell couldn't break loose once again. Well, I think that you're, you got a point about teams who probably think they're right there on the verge. Maybe one or two breaks last year, you know, go their way and then they're MLS Cup champs instead of Portland. I mean, I think the Red Bulls feel like they're there. I think Columbus feels like they're there. They made one or two additions more of a depth variety than anything else. Uh, New England had a, had a down year, but they've replaced Jermaine Jones. They've gotten that saga out of the way. Again, who knows if, if they can completely replace him. That, that's going to determine their season in a lot of ways. Um, the only other team in the East I can imagine thinks that they are fairly, well, Toronto. Toronto changed over, you know, changed out some of the, the pieces in their back line. Let, let's, let's drill down there just briefly here, um, Alexi, because I think that, that Toronto's a fascinating story. I got a lot of people picking them from the fan perspective as a major player in the East. They made the playoffs. They lost to Montreal in, the, in one game. It, are they that much better this year that we should really be pointing at them and saying, hey, watch out for TFC? Um, well, I mean, you know, you add a goalkeeper with some experience. Uh, uh, well, I guess relative experience uh, with Clint Irwin and Drew Moore and these types of players, they sure. And I, I think they are better, but I think it's, it's a natural type of, of evolution. Um, they are always interesting to me because of maybe what they've done in the past. But uh, I, you know, I'm excited to watch Toronto. I mean, if Toronto is on, I am going to watch it. If for nothing else, then you know, the likes of, of Michael Bradley and Jovinko and and uh, and Josie Altidore. And I, I'm interested to see how Josie in this theoretical new form that he is in that we saw at the beginning of the year, where he's you know, he's He's dropped some weight and lost some of that muscle mass that he has, and, and he at least feels. And he did look much better in uh, in the national team camp. Whether that translates into a consistent week in week out uh, improved performance with Toronto, I don't know. But I'm still going to watch Toronto, and I think that yeah. last year they will they will have benefited from the fact that they finally got over that playoff hump. Now, relative to other teams, that's nothing. Making the playoffs is 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 the threshold right, right now with which we judge good and bad teams. So now they are on the side of good, but that's not good enough for what Toronto spends and what Toronto wants. Right. So now they're going right. to have to make a much better leap, not just get to the playoffs, but really go deep into the playoffs. All right, we, we're going to run out of time here, and I want to get your picks because that's the point yeah. of this show. We're putting everybody on the record. We're going to hold your feet to the fire all year long. We'll probably forget what you picked, but every now and then yeah. we'll bring it back up. Let's let's start with the big one. I mean, there's no real re, no reason to beat around, around the bush. Portland wins in 2015. I'm not sure a lot of people had them picked, but they, we, we thought they might be a good team. Who do you got in 2016, Alexi? Oh, how about if I go with um, – how about I'll, I'll go – you know that I go with different picks on each show, so then I just cover uh -huh. my base. So with your show, I'm going to go with – how about uh, – you know, I'll give some love over to Seattle. How about oh. this, is the, this is the year, especially with what L.A. is doing. This is the year because they also sign a designated player – mid uh, in the summer that just takes them over the top how about that okay all right we'll, we'll see what happens obviously now an open spot with Obafemi Martins having moved on and and uh and Seattle's not a team that sits on their hands when it comes to those spots so we expect them to do something there okay uh the next uh next pick that I need you to make is well if you got Seattle winning the cup you've got them winning the the west in terms of uh the playoffs who you got winning the east who who do they play in the final well I don't have them necessarily winning the 
the West. What do you mean? No, no, I mean, I mean, they 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 advanced to MLS Cup. That's what you okay. said. Of course, they have to be. <laughs> I don't mean they're finishing first in the standings. I mean you have okay, them winning it. MLS Cup, which means they are a finalist. Who's the other finalist? How about uh, how about Toronto? How about a little you know little 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 Toronto coming through and uh, and making it, and then right at the last minute, uh, Seattle finding a okay. way. Okay, all right. To, I like it. I like it. Uh, two of the, two, the the nouveau riche teams in MLS uh, coming through and making it to an MLS Cup final. Uh, conference. Uh, so that was the conference winners. Who's your supporter shield winner? Who does finish first overall in points? Um, uh, let's see. How about how about Columbus? Okay, I think that's a good pick, Alexi. I mean, they know who they are. Um, I'm not sure anybody really figured them out last year. I think the only reason they didn't win the MLS Cup in 2015 is because they had a couple of, uh, of of lapses in concentration and I don't know that you know you, you completely trust every single player in that lineup Tony Chani specifically was the guy last year but they they have a lot of talent they know exactly and and maybe not 22 and they goals. know how to play they, they, they know, know how, how they yeah. want to play I love the fact that there are very few teams in MLS that you know this is their style and you can articulate it and, and Greg Berhalter can articulate it and this is how they play whether you like it or not you can see it and I have a, a, a great appreciation for teams like New York, like the Red Bulls and for Columbus that have said, this is how we're going to play. This is who we are. When you buy a ticket for this team, this is what you're going to do. Absolutely. I think Greg Berhalter, I think his future is immense, Alexi. Um, yep. So that's your Supporter Shield winner. Let's go down to the uh, let's go down to individual award. Who wins MVP? It was Javinko last year with that incredible attacking season. Who's the guy this year? Oh, jeez. Um, how about... Um, it's, it's always goal scorers, right? I mean, when I vote for it, it's always going to be goal scorers. So I, I don't think that. How, uh, how about, um, not Juvenco again. Um, wait, wait, why? Hold on, hold on. Real quick. And again, I don't want to run out of time with you. I picked Juvenco yeah. again because I, my, my yeah. theory is why would you doubt him? There's no reason to doubt him. Because and, it's MLS. Oh, well, sure, but but we specialize, we specialize in doubt, and we specialize in zigging and zagging. No, we do, we do, and, and he's probably going to get kicked a lot more in 2016 than he did last year. But I still think he's got the ability. You know, if he scores 15 and has 10 assists, he's an MVP candidate. He might win again. Right, that's true. Um, I will go with. Uh, how about I'll go with Dom Dwyer to to Ooh. rebound. Ooh, see, to me, that's I, I like it. You're going out on a limb, but that's a risky pick, only because you know. Well, Dom had a great year in 2014. It, it wasn't it wasn't all that good last year, and he and he's playing with a guy who could take MVP votes away away from him if Benny has another great year. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we, we've got uh, we got MVP. If you had to pick. Uh, we, we sort of uh, talked about Toronto a little bit. They're interesting. You'll watch them. Uh, who else? Who else stands out? I mean, uh, you know, uh, for me, the Drogba storyline is interesting, yeah. but that doesn't mean I'm going to watch Montreal because he's not going to play. Where, where's the storylines for you? Well, I mean, it, that is a storyline in general because it relates to, you know, for example, this weekend we're, we're we're talking to a national audience, and when you have a player that came in and was so influential and really made. Montreal must see TV in DDA Drogba, and now after all the, the craziness in the offseason with the Chelsea situation, now you find out okay, he is coming back, but now he's not going to play. And this is not necessarily something new. Where shall I say, older players have decided that for the for the good of their body, they're not necessarily going to play. We've seen it with Thierry Henry, but yeah. in light of what happened in this offseason, um, 
and the fact that he played consistently last year for the time that he was with the team, it is a little strange, and it does scratch your head, and it and it and it, it it's a reflection on the league, whether and, and a reflection on Montreal, whether we want to admit it or not, or whether the league likes it or not. And it's going to be a problem because it's going to be talked about, and it's going to bring up turf. It's going to bring up the retirement league, all the different narratives and, and storylines that. MLS doesn't necessarily like to talk about, but are absolutely valid and relevant to talk about. There you go. All right, so we'll be watching Drogba Watch 2016. Okay, two more quick questions for you, Lexi. Uh, putting you on the spot a little bit. A, a breakout star. Somebody, look, uh, there, there's a lot of young, talented players in this league. Some of them we, we're talking about already, but who's the guy that takes the leap? Um... Let's see. Well, I will, I mean, he's not a guy that's necessarily taking a leap, but... Um, you know how Harry, how Harry Schiff responds to the to the move to Montreal. Um, the guy in Colorado, uh, Gashi, is that what uh, we're calling? Or no, yeah, we're calling him yeah, right? that's uh, that's what we're going with because his first name is impossible for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, yeah, one names all all day long. Yeah, Gashi, I love I yeah. love I love some one name players. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'd be interested in him because he has a pedigree of scoring. And once again, how does that translate not just to MLS but to a team that? Is not in the in the uh, you know the higher echelons of, of MLS in terms of quality or hasn't been in the past. Yeah, so there's a couple of people that keep an eye on. By the way, uh, and I, I know they're off the radar, particularly because they were so bad. But uh, I think there's a lot. Uh, I think there's an interesting story with 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 Pablo and whether or not he figures it out in his third year. Um, and, and oh whether, my god, did you read that story? What was that all about? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on I with mean, Pablo. Look, I, I I understand to a certain extent what he was saying, but. If you're a season ticket holder or a Colorado Rapids supporter, why should you have to uh, pay for someone's apprenticeship and someone's someone's learning? That's not what this is about. That's not what no. I don't think an MLS team no. is about. But no. well, um, but you know what? If, I mean, look, Colorado should thank his lucky stars that he is, uh, or Pablo should thank his lucky stars that he's at Colorado. Because any other team, and 99% of the other teams out there, he would have been gone a long time ago. But right. maybe they come out the other side with a, a really you know, battle-worn and, and better uh, coach to take them into uh, the future. Last question here. This is a complete free roll because you never know with this tournament. Um, Robert out in L.A. wants me to ask everybody, U.S. Open Cup winner in 2016. Oh. Um, I will go with uh, Sporting. Sporting Kansas City. All right, that's a, that's a good pick. They always take that tournament seriously. Alexi Lawless joining us on Soccer Morning, getting us started on our Predictapalooza 2016 MLS season starting on Sunday. Alexi up in Seattle uh, for Seattle versus Sporting Kansas City. John Strong on the call with him. Alexi, thank you very much for the time. Enjoy the, the opener. I'm sure we'll talk to you throughout the season. Thanks very much, as always. I look forward to uh, listening to the rest of the show and all of uh, my friends and colleagues. There you go, Alexi Lawless. Now when we come back... We will start it off. And this is rapid fire. Leander is up first. We'll go through the entire list. Everyone's predictions. 2016 season coming up on Sunday. It's Soccer Mornings. Serious. Sorry. Backyo.com. Be right back. Welcome to Soccer Morning. Here's your host, Jason Davis. All right, here we go. We have no time. We've got so many people lined up. 
to make predictions for the 2016 MLS season. We get underway right out of the gates. Very strong. Lander Shalakins from uh, Yahoo Sports and many other places joins us. Hi, Lander. Hi, Jason. I'm very honored to be going first in what promises to be a very promiscuous show. You're the uh, <laughs> you're the Ricky Henderson uh, of this show, uh, Leander. So be yeah, be be honored. All right, here we go. Let's do this quickly. We don't want to run out of time. I will start with the big one. Who's your MLS Cup winner in 2016? Toronto FC. Oh wow. Okay. So you think that reconstituted defense makes a big difference? I think so. I think they've added some really important parts. I mean, guys like Will Johnson to, to add a little solidity to, to the back end of the midfield. The defense is, is sort of rebuilt, like you say. I think they're going to figure a lot of stuff out. I think Josie will, will overcome his injury issues. Michael Bradley will, will be sort of imperious in midfield. I think this is the year they do something, and they do the big thing. Okay, so you've got uh, Toronto FC uh, advancing to the final out of the Eastern Conference. Who do they play in the MLS Cup final from the West? I think it's going to have to be the Galaxy. I mean, the, the West is stacked as ever, but, I mean, there is a lot of talent on that team to the point where, you know, not everybody has to produce all the time, and that's the, ten, the, that's the kind of luxury I think you tend to see on teams that, uh, that go very far in the playoffs. All right, so we've got a Toronto FC versus LA Galaxy final. That's, uh, that's pretty unique. This is the, the, the great thing about MLS. All right, so your supporter shield winner, if you don't, do you have one of those teams winning the points title or somebody else? I think it's going to be the New York Red Bulls again. <laughs> uh, they lost Matt Miazga, but they, uh, uh, you know, they, they have a few guys back to health. I think their defense is still strong. They kept the whole team together. Gonzalo Verón's going to be around for a whole season, and, and he sort of got to go through preseason this time. I think they're going to be better than they were last okay. year. 2016 MVP, Lander. I think Robbie Keane wins it a second time because he's going to have a ludicrous amount of service up front. Okay, yeah, certainly um, getting those uh, those wings involved will be a big help for, for uh, Robbie Keane in L.A. All right, um, uh, breakout star. Let me go there. Breakout star. You know what? I'm going to call Gonzalo Verón again. Okay. I, I, think he's, I think he's really good. We didn't see much of him last year. People think very highly of him. Um, so I'm going to go with him. Okay, Gonzalo Verón of the New York Red Bulls. Um, if you had to pick uh, just one or two other storylines that you're watching throughout the year, where are, where are those, Leander? Well, I think, as usual, it's, it's so interesting to see um, teams kind of building around DPs and then sort of figuring out what they can, uh, what they can put around them, whatever, whatever money's left, whatever spots are left. And then you've got teams that build sort of more organically, um, like the Red Bulls have, like obviously Columbus Crew and teams like that have. And, and that sort of battle between those two ideologies, I think, is going gonna, is gonna, to uh, be waged even, uh, even more strongly this year. So, the, the, I mean, it's a little bit nerdy, I suppose, but that's the thing I'm always looking that's, at. No, I think, that's, uh, I think that's pretty fascinating. There are many ways to build an MLS roster um, in, uh, with, uh, with this season is presenting a couple of those ways. Um, Open Cup winner, just as a, as a bonus throw-in. Portland Timbers. Okay. All right. Um, by the way, where do you see Portland finishing in the West after their MLS Cup uh, championship? Um, I think they make the playoffs. I think they run into the Galaxy again, and I think they come up short. Okay. Because I, I think the Galaxy will, will be better than last year. Leander Sherlockins joining us right off the bat here on the uh, special edition of Soccer Morning, predicting the MLS uh, season 2016. Follow him on Twitter, at Leander Alphabet. Thank you very much, Leander, for your time. Thank you, Jason. There goes Lander Shalakin starting us off. We now move on to our friend from Philadelphia at Philly.com's Jonathan Tannewald, the goalkeeper. Hi, John. How you doing? Good morning. 
Good morning, sir. Right off the bat, number one, uh, p- number one question. MV- uh, sorry, MLS Cup winner in 2016. MLS Cup winner in 2016. Hi. That's the single most difficult question. Uh, let's see. I'm going to answer five seconds and say FC Dallas. FC Dallas. That's a good pick. That's a strong pick. Oscar Perez got a lot of talent out there. Do you think, uh, do you think a guy like Maxi Arudi makes a big difference for that team? They, they signed, uh, the, the player from Stuttgart whose okay. name escapes me. They, they seem to have improved that side. You're talking about, uh, Carlos Glazer? Yes. Uh, I think between him and Juan Esteban Ortiz, that could be what they could give I really like that. I think that uh, you know, Fabian Castillo is already a star and should be treated as such. I really like that team on the way they play. And I, I think they can take the next step this year. All right, so uh, FC Dallas is MF Cup winner. Your, who, they fa- who do they face um, in the final? Who's the winner of the Eastern Conference? It is awfully hard to bet against Columbus right now. It is. Uh, lots of weapons there in Columbus under Greg Berhalter. Again, as we uh, align with Alexi, they know who they are. They know how they want to play. I think that's a big advantage uh, coming into the year. I mean, and, and now they've got Kai Kamara happy based on that new contract, John. Yep. And I, look, I was spectacularly wrong last year with almost every prediction I made on the show. So uh, if I'm spectacularly wrong about this year, the two teams that do the worst on television of any of them in the league are the ones that are make the final this year. Maybe we get the polar opposite. We get a New York, Seattle, or something like that. Uh, FC Dallas and Columbus would be a, a Hunt Sports Group derby, although obviously Hunt sold that team to Anthony Precourt. Uh, so uh, that would be interesting. Supporter Shield winner in 2016. I will take Columbus. Okay. So finish first in the East. Uh, well, uh, come through the playoffs and make another final and win the Supporter Shield. That means they're hosting MLS Cup two years in a row, John. They could well. Wouldn't surprise you know, I think that I think that Columbus or the Red Bulls could win the East. I'd probably put in the playoffs. Columbus or the Red Bulls, uh, probably I put Toronto third. Okay, Toronto as uh, as a as a third place team, and and I think Toronto's going to get a little bit of love um, throughout the, uh, today on on this program for uh, for making some noise in the playoffs. We'll see your MVP in 2016. On the theory that the United States will be out of the Copa America scenario fairly quickly, I would take Darlington. Okay, uh, but that requires Darlington Abbey to score a bunch of goals, John. He hasn't been doing that. Hey, uh, I think he is prime for a very okay. good year. And I think that if he has a big year as this part of the national team, because many of us who voted these things are a little bit biased whether we like to admit it or not, it's star power. Do, you, do you, if I asked you who you thought the breakout star of 2016 would be, would would you be able to put Nagby in that column or somebody? It have to be somebody else. I think I would have to put somebody else in that column, and I was thinking about it a little bit. And uh, I think Harry Schick has a shot to be that player. Uh, going through other uh, other names of people, I look. I would not be surprised. Even though I think that Philadelphia is going to have a fairly bad year, I would not be surprised if either Elsie or Roland Albert 
depends on if that player will possibly be Trigulo Barnett or somebody out of that. Yeah. All right, John, John uh, um, last question. Well, last prediction here. Your Open Cup winner, just as a bonus. New York Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls to win the Open Cup. Okay. And if you had um, to pick one other story that you're watching that uh, that people should be paying attention to, where's that? Uh, whether Fox's gamble of putting games on back over the air, uh, especially uh, a couple of really big ones like the, you know, the Hudson River Derby right after the Epic Cup final by May, whether that move is going to pay off. Okay. I like the broadcasting angle. Jonathan Tannenwald from Philly.com joining us here on Soccer Morning with his predictions. Uh, thank you, John. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, John. John's on a train. He can't hear me. Let's move on. Let's talk to our friend Charlie Bohm from SoccerWire.com, MLSSoccer.com, CBOEHM on Twitter. Hi, Charlie. Howdy, Jason. Good morning. Good morning. Happy MLS season. Yes, indeed. All yes, right. indeed. Fun weekend coming up. Absolutely. Now, uh, you know, it's a long way to go until December, but I want your MLS Cup champion right now. <laughs> I've got FC Dallas this year. Okay. Now, is that a homer pick? A little bit? I'm kidding, of course. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. No, it is not. No, okay. it is not. Uh, look, there are lots of reasons to like <laughs> FC Dallas. Jonathan Tannewall just picked them as well. So uh, what is it that stands out for you with Pereja's team? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely partial, I will say, to what he did with the kids last year and over the last few years. You know, they've got a great pipeline set up for, for young talent. Uh, and then they didn't stand on the laurels this year. This offseason, they went out and shopped aggressively in the international market. Um, we can list off a bunch of players that had good years last season, and, and uh, Pareja's response was to bring in more competition for them. So I think the, the, the fight for places in the 11, even in the game day 18, is going to be fierce down there in Frisco. I think that gives them depth uh, f- to fight on multiple fronts. Uh, it just sharpens the mentality that they showed, you know, really impressive signs in that department last year. Uh, we're, you know, one step away, really one one blocked shot and 18 away from taking Portland's spot in the uh, in the MLS Cup uh, last year. So I think they've kind of gotten close, and uh, we've seen in the past the teams that do that um, are typically well-placed to kind of get over that final hurdle. Uh, a year later, so I think that's what's going to happen this season. All right, so you got FC Dallas winning it all. That means um, uh, the, that means they win the West. Who wins the East? Who do they play in that final? Yeah, I've got Columbus Crew SC as the regular season champs, um, and also as the Supporter Shield winner. Okay, so I think uh, Crew SC are going to are going to be right back in it this year. I think they're going to be able to take advantage of the softer East to win the Shield. Um, I'm actually not certain uh, how the postseason goes for them, but uh, but I think the, uh, that Columbus are going to be right in the mix. All right, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's um, obviously uh, an exciting team that, uh, as we've said a couple times already, has an identity, uh, Charlie, which um, helps them a lot. And uh, happy Kai Kamara, plenty of weapons there for, for Burhalter and company. All right, so uh, FC Dallas versus Columbus Crew in the final with FC Dallas winning. Uh, Supporter Shield winner, you just outlined that as, as Columbus's um, if, if, since you already picked Columbus to win the Supporter Shield, and that's my next spot, where do you see the Red Bulls this year? Uh, I think they're going to be right in the mix. Um, and I actually, it's funny when you know I, I grow, jotted down my picks here, but I actually don't know. Uh, I don't know that I would that I have a pick yet for for who's going to win the the East in the, the playoffs bracket because I think Red Bulls ah. and Crew are going to be uh, flogging it out again 
um, not only down the stretch in the regular season, but in the postseason. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the game that decides who will uh, who will go to MLS Cup. And I have the Red Bulls taking the Open Cup. Uh, again, a, a team that has looked to build on a good 2015 by bringing in uh, more depth, filling in the bottom end of the roster. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year for the Red Bulls. I think they will lift hardware again. I just don't think it's going to be the MLS Cup. But I'm very intrigued to see if, if, uh, if uh, RBNY have a plan B and how that goes because uh, everybody knows what they're about. And so then the next iteration there is, is, you know, responding to teams game planning you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, obviously, Red Bulls two supporter shield in the last three years, but they still haven't yet they figured out how to, how to win it all. And, and they don't have a, a U.S. Open Cup in their history. So that would be momentous on that level. MVP in 2016, Charlie. Uh, I'm I'm a little left field on this one. I'm I'm going to make a bold uh, pick with uh, an old Spanish guy. I think David Villa can have another year, and, uh, and I think his team's going to do much better this season, which will elevate his uh, his contributions into into the spotlight a little bit more. Uh, just a great professional. The talent is still there. I think things are going to be a little more functional uh, in terms of the ten guys behind him. So I see David Villa uh, being up there in the MVP mix and uh, benefiting from being at the heart of the largest media market in the country. Yeah, so you think, uh, very quickly, you think the four three three works and you think he gets service? I do, I do. I mean, I think I think this team is going to get involved in a lot of shootouts. I think they're going to get plenty scored on them, but they're going to score plenty themselves. Uh, very intrigued by what Vieira has done and what Vieira has said. Uh, and I'm I'm not sure that they're necessarily going to be a playoff team or a or a contender per se. I think things will improve. The vibes will be much better around the club. Um, and again, there's just so many weapons that can feed via, okay. and and I think he'll be the focal point this I, year. I, I've got to roll on to Doug McIntyre, Charlie. But the last pick here, breakout star. If you had to pick one guy, oh man, breakout star is tough. Well. I, you could argue he's already done that, but I think Mauro Diaz of SC Dallas, uh, should he be able to stay healthy, is going to uh, turn heads uh, on an even greater level. Um, I'm uh, very, he's very fun to watch, and I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna, gonna put himself right in the national spotlight and maybe beyond. There you go, Charlie Bohm from SoccerWire, MLSSoccer.com. Thank you very much, Charlie. Appreciate the picks. Have a great Sunday. Uh, there goes uh, yeah, Charlie, like- Charlie Bohm. Let's move on. Let's talk to our friend uh, Doug McIntyre from ESPN FC, who joins us now. Hi, hi, Doug. Hi, Jason. How are you today? I, I'm I, I'm doing well. It's it's MLS season is uh, upon us. Get to to get all these picks on the record. I'm gonna blackmail all of you with them later on in the year, so that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Doug, uh, we've had uh, we've had FC Dallas as a popular pick so far. Who's your MLS Cup champion in 2016? I have the Galaxy, um, and I made that pick before watching them crash out of the Champions League. Um, but I'm sticking with them. I, I think that it might take some time for them to figure it out with so many new pieces this year. Um, and and there, there's some legit questions about if a roster that old um, can, can get through a long grind of an MLS season. But I just think they have more talent than anyone else. Um, and, you know, you never bet against Bruce Arena. So... Uh, I'll stick with the Galaxy as MLS Cup champ. All right, so the Galaxy come out of the West, at least in terms of the playoffs. Who comes out of the East in the playoffs and faces off against LA for that title? Uh, I think I had the Red Bulls. Um, I, I, you know, the sh- Supporter Shield winner, uh, obviously from from a year ago. Um, I think they might even be better than they were last year. I know that's certainly uh, Jesse Marsh's plan. I think he was even surprised by the success they had last year. 
don't think losing Matt Miazga is gonna is gonna hamper them too much. They've already signed a young, promising uh, center back in Gideon Ba. Um, I think Ronald Zubar, if he can stay healthy, will will be uh, serviceable at least this year. Um, and the East is weak. I mean, the only team that I that I think really can can come out, and I shouldn't say that because obviously Columbus Crew uh, had a great year last year and went all the way to the final. So I think that the, the crew will be in the mix, but I think Toronto could really challenge the Red Bulls if they if they get their act together and if the defensive reinforcements they've brought in can help save, stabilize uh, what's obviously a, a really talented roster on the offensive side. So uh, go with the Red Bulls uh, with uh, Columbus and Toronto on their heels. All right, and who wins the Supporter Shield this year? Well, I know a lot of people are picking uh, East teams, and I, I understand that. It's certainly the weaker of the two conferences. Last year, I, I picked uh, the Sounders uh, and was, was very disappointed. But Dallas came a lot closer as a West team to winning the Supporters' Shield than I think a, a lot of people thought. So I will stick with the Galaxy. Again, I think they have the strongest roster in the league. I think they're the best team in the league. Um, and I think that they win the supporter show. Yeah, I think people maybe maybe even forget that FC Dallas finished level on points with the Red Bulls and lost out on goal difference last That's year. Right. Uh, let's yeah. let's go yeah. to uh, let's go to individual award MVP in 2016, Doug. Well, uh, a pick that I, I'm sure I, I will get some some stick for if I haven't already. I haven't checked the comment section on on the uh, <laughs> the article that we were. Uh, both have to provide our picks for, but uh, uh, I picked Didier Drogba, so definitely an out of the box uh, uh, pick. Uh, um, you know, and and obviously this pick was made before the news yesterday that he's going to miss four of the Impact's first five games. Um, but I just think that the production that he showed last year in a, in a admittedly small sample size um, was tremendous. I think he's the best pure forward this league has ever seen mm. um, in terms of the way he can dominate physically. If he stays healthy, he is going to get his chances, and he is going to bury his chances. I think that he's a 20-goal scorer, at least in this yeah. league. And we saw last year that when he was in the lineup for the impact, they almost got an extra point per game, um, about .74 points a game when he's in the lineup. So I don't know if any individual player uh, has as much of an impact on his team as Drogba has. So if he can stay healthy, uh, he's my pick. All right. Um, if you had to pick, um, if you had to pick a breakout star, somebody that maybe we're not talking about quite as much as Drogba, who's that? Well, I like Charlie's pick, uh, Mauro Diaz. He, the guy I think is is pretty underrated in the league. But another guy that, that's also on that team, and I think a lot of neutrals maybe didn't didn't spend a lot of time watching FC Dallas um, last year. But I like Fabian Castillo. I think that he's if, if he is a real shot to win the M- MVP. Uh, he would be my second pick. Uh, after Drogba, especially if, okay. if FC Dallas can uh, come close to what they they did last year in terms of, um, you know, it's not winning the supporters' shield, coming very close. So, All right, we're um, Fabian Castillo. Okay, we we run out the clock here, so I'll ask for your Open Cup champion. I know that's that's really just a crapshoot. Uh, totally a crapshoot. Let's go with the Columbus Crew. All right, there you go, Doug McIntyre from ESPN FC joining us on Soccer Morning with his picks. Thank you so much, Doug. Thanks, Jason. There goes Doug McIntyre. See, we, we get him in, we get him out. It's it's no fuss, no muss. Ariel Castillo from MLSsoccer.com joins us now to make her picks. Hi, Ariel. Hi. How are you? Good morning. Are you How excited? Are you? are you excited for Sunday? I am so excited. I'm so, I, I just wanted to be here already. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. It's, it's, it's really something. It is, it is the Christmas Eve for, for a lot of American soccer fans. All right, so um, when we get to Sunday, we'll see how these teams uh, line up and how they look. But you got to make picks now, Ariel. I'm putting you on the spot. MLS Cup champion, okay. MLS Cup champion in 2016. 
I don't want to get hate tweets. And honestly, I think MLS Cup could be as much of a crapshoot as uh, Open Cup. But I think the LA Galaxy have certainly put a lot of pressure on themselves to deliver the whole race to safe. So uh, I'm going to guess them just because they'll have to step up and do it. Aren't those guys so clever with their rhyming schemes out there in LA? Isn't that just brilliant? (laughs) (laughs) I almost think it's coming back to haunt them because we Uh, did not have a race to safe last uh, year. There you go. You heard that, Brendan. All right. uh, Conference winners. uh, You got the, the LA Galaxy as a champion. That means they win the West, at least in terms of the playoffs. Who wins the East? Who do they play in the final? Uh, I I really think it's the Red Bulls year. I mean, the fact that they got Supporter Shield and didn't make it to Cup, I, I almost think that was just dumb luck. And uh, I'm really pulling for them this year, personally. Okay, so uh, look, an L.A. New York final will be something else, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> supporter Shield. Purely for selfish reasons, yeah, I would well, want to watch yeah. that. It, 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 well, which way? Let's see, it's December. You kind of want the Galaxy to have more points so you can get to go to L.A. in December and not have to be in New York. Uh, who do you got winning the- <laughs> Who do you got win the supporter shield area? Oh man, I, I I really like FC Dallas too. You know, they're uh, you know like my predecessor on the show was just saying, if people don't look at them as much, I mean they almost got it last year. I think Fabian Castillo is amazing. I think Kellen Acosta is going to be. Uh, really big this season, and I've seen them doing really well. The one thing I would mention, and Doug McIntyre mentioned Fabian Castillo as well. I love Fabian Castillo. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the the great young players in this league still, and he's gonna he's only gonna get better. I would watch for him. I would watch for some offers to come in, and for there to be a chance of him being sold in the summer, which could change the FC Dallas season quite a bit. So I'm just p- putting that out there. He's gonna have interest. Yeah. The thing is, is that you know their their roster is pretty deep with a lot of the young guys, and 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 I I know I there have been rumblings about him leaving and I wouldn't be totally surprised. I would be a little bit heartbroken, but they have so many other guys to pick from and they have such a good Academy thing going that it wouldn't be the end of the world for them. All right. To MVP in 2016. Oh, uh, I really just want this to be Kaiser. I mean, it was neck and neck, right? You know, he's got his, his banking new uh, DP contract and I think he's going to be really hungry to the, to go as far as he can this year. Yeah, he's a uh, look. He's uh, he's coming off an amazing year. He got paid. He's a new dad. It's uh, it's a big year for yeah. for Kai Kamara. He's, he seems to be very happy in in Columbus. Uh, it would be good to see him get that. All right, uh, breakout star. Elliot. Find find a, a diamond in the rough and and tell people who to watch for. Hmm. So I don't know about superstar, but one person who actually has really impressed me in the preseason would be Julian Boucher, who's the uh, Generation yeah. Adidas signee for DC United. And uh, he's been doing really well in the preseason. And CCL, as we know, you know, was dismal. But his goal was a really bright spot. And he already played in the third division in Germany. And I'm pretty excited to see what he's going to do there. That's an interesting pick. I mean, I don't know. You know, we'll see how much playing time he gets. And Ben Olsen yeah. isn't always want to go with young guys or, or inexperienced guys. But as you said, he's got a little bit of experience. And he's somebody – everybody's picking, like, Moro Diaz. Everybody knows about Moro Diaz. I like your pick, Ariel. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. And he, he's really hungry. He's really serious. He's a tiny bit older than the other um, GA guys, you know, because he does have that experience. So don't think people should count him out. All right. There you go. Um, biggest storyline, in, in, you know, for you, or a couple of storylines, if you have something picked out that you're watching that, that maybe we're not talking about right now as the season starts. Um, well, I think there are a few. Uh, you know, I'm really interested to see what NYCFC is going to do, obviously. They have all these big names. Now they have a big name coach. You know, I, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm really interested to see what Patrick Vieira does. So there's a lot of pressure on them to deliver. So I think the storyline is just 
uh, what happens with them. Uh, you know, similarly, we've already discussed uh, the LA Galaxy. Again, lots of big stars. What are they going to do with that? And lastly, just to be a little bit of a homer, because I am a Floridian, I really want to see what Orlando City does. I think they pulled out some really uh, impressive performances sort of uh, late in the playoff race. And now that they've gelled and they have Kyle Lahren and, you know, uh, the team's had a season to work together, I'm really looking forward to watching them. Okay, and your open cup pick. i got to move on, but very quickly, your open cup pick. (laughs) You know, again, it's a crapshoot, but I, I want to see the Philadelphia Union do something okay. good this year. There you go. Ariel Castillo from MLSsoccer.com joining us. Thank you very much, Ariel. Go watch your videos. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, Ariel Castillo. Let's move on. It's rapid fire. I can't even breathe. Steve Davis, noted uh, national soccer writer, uh, ESPN Soccer Today in Dallas. Steve Davis, 90 on Twitter, joins us now. Hi, Steve. Howdy. Morning. Good morning, sir. All right. Uh, MLS, uh, MLS season 2016. It's, uh, it's starting on Sunday. It's a very long season. We don't get our champion until December, but I'm going to ask you to pick it now. Who, who wins this year? Oh, shoot. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go with a little bit of a trendy pick. Uh, and, and, and full disclosure, I do a little broadcast. I, I do broadcast work for him. FC Dallas. I think <laughs> it's, uh, I, I think people are really going to see that Carlos Guerrero name they're not talking a lot about. He's going to make him a lot faster and more athletic in the midfield. I think Max Arruti is going to be, uh, uh, is going to turn out to be the striker that they've been looking for. Um, so I think they've, uh, I think a lot of things are lining up for Dallas. Wow. They, faster and more athletic. Is that possible for FC Dallas, Steve? I mean, well, wait, wait, wait until you see uh, Carlos. Okay. So there's a reason he was, you know, like the, what the uh, second youngest starter, fourth youngest player in the, uh, fourth youngest starter, second, something like that. And in, in the last world cup, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's going to be really good in there. All right. So, so FC Dallas coming out of the West and lifting the MLS, uh, cup, who, uh, who comes out of the East and challenges them in the final? Well, it's going to be either uh, Toronto or Columbus. Uh, I, I, man, I love the additions that Toronto made. I think that they, they just did exactly what they needed, which was just get stronger through the middle of the roster. Those guys are all, you know, the and uh, Will Johnson, Drew Moore, Clint Irwin. Those guys are just good, solid, mid-level MLS men, and I think that's something that we as journalists and fans, we just overlook the importance of having that rock-solid core. And then Columbus... Uh, one of them will be that one of them will come out of the east. One of them will end up winning supporters' shield. Okay. I think. Uh, okay. uh, no disrespect in NYC. I to uh, to uh, New York Red Bulls. All right. So you you're you're hedging a bit. Toronto and Columbus fighting it out. I do think that that's you know of course we're we're talking about Toronto having to stop other teams from scoring. That was their problem last year. Um, sure. And, and sure. maybe at the end of the year, the guy we're talking about, you know, in addition to Javinko or Bradley or Altidore up top, and maybe one or two of the guys, Will Johnson, make, maybe Bezbachinko is the guy we're talking about at the end of the year if they actually get it done uh, in, in 2016. All right, your, uh, your MVP, Steve. Does that, come, does that player come from Dallas? It's possible. No, yeah, sure, it's possible. And then Mauro Diaz, uh, I think, is, I uh, asked Oscar Pereira about him the other day, and he's going to have a, uh, he, he's strong enough that, uh, Pereira's not going to protect him, you know, by sitting him a cert- for stretches this year. He said, yeah, I think he's just a stronger player. But I, I've got this feeling that, uh, I'll head you a, l- a little bit here, but I've got this feeling Drogba's going to just, just keep, keep wow. tearing things up, even if he's not going to play on artificial turf. Um, and then the other one to watch, I, I, I just have this feeling that Clint Dempsey, because he plays on turf, because he's older, he should retire from the national team and just and just concentrate on getting another good two or three years out of his body in club ball. And if he does that, I, I think he could have an MVP year. Before Copa, I mean, how do you turn down the opportunity to play in that tournament if Clinton's going to call you up? No, that's and, and, and look, that's, it's a great question, and, and, and but. 
again, we just, and I don't think he will. I think he will play, but again, you know, it's, he's not going to be, I don't think he's going to be in the picture going forward. And just if he were really to make a sound decision for, you know, for his, the longevity of his career to prolong his career, I think, I, I think he would retire, but you're right. He'll probably, he probably won't. So. No, yeah, man, he's a fierce competitor. He's a, he's a guy that, uh, you know, puts it all on the line and respect for that. But as you said, maybe, uh, the wiser thing to do would be to step back. All right. Um, you know, mm. um, I've had Moro Diaz mentioned for this category. I think that's probably a little bit of a weak pick. No offense to Charlie Bohm, but breakout star. And and when I say breakout star, I mean I don't mean somebody who goes and wins MVP from nowhere, but somebody who we're talking about for a lot of the year who maybe we didn't expect to play such a big role or or who takes a big step forward in their uh, young career. No, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's a tough one because there's guys that, uh, you know, is Sebastian, Sebastian Legette, is he, yeah. you know, yeah. breakout material? Uh, I don't know if, if Preck Shea were to somehow reemerge and, and be a factor. Is, is, is he a, a re-breakout guy or something like that? Um, uh, even, well, I'm not going to say Michael Bradley, but he, he needs to break out of whatever happened to him last year and, and he might. So, uh, you know, in, in Dallas, you look at a guy like Max Arruti. Again, I don't know if he's a breakout guy, but I think he's going to, he wasn't a starter for the, you know, for Portland last year. He's going to start. I think he's going to score 12 to 14 goals this year. Or a guy like, uh, you know, yeah. look, a, a guy like Will Trapp. You know, we all know who Will Trapp is, but, you know, he's just getting, he's getting better and better and older and wiser. And is, is that a breakout guy where he just comes on and, and really kind of makes the scene this year? All right. How's that for a non-answer that's, answer? That's perfect. <laughs> you're, you're a pro at this, Steve. And, and the last thing here, and like, this is crapshoot, so you can pick anybody you want and it'll be okay. U.S. Open Cup 2016. Oh my heavens! Oh, <laughs> you guys are asking. It. I don't know the Richmond Kickers. I don't know how they look this year. That's great. No, uh, <laughs> let, let's go. With, let's go with uh, Philadelphia because they they keep getting close, man. And uh, yeah. they uh, uh, hopefully they they can crest the hill. All right, Steve Davis. Steve Davis ninety on Twitter again. ESPN uh, Soccer Today out in uh, in Dallas and covering uh, FC Dallas doing broadcast work. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. Good stuff, man. Enjoyed being on. There goes Steve Davis. Always good to talk to him. He was once upon our uh, once upon a time our regular MLS guy. Got a little busy. Uh, Andrew Weeby from MLSsoccer.com and Extra Time Radio is now on the line. Hi, Andrew. How's it going, man? Just rolling through. You guys, uh, yeah. it's like a train here of soccer journalists. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it big today. It sounds like maybe somebody's uh, making breakfast in the back. I don't know what's happening there, wherever you are. But uh, yeah, you know, my, yeah, my my roommate's pouring some cereal. Okay, so all right. All right. Didn't didn't make a warning about uh, possible radio interviews here. <laughs> no, it's okay. It adds it adds texture to the broadcast. Uh, Andrew, uh, MLS Cup champion 2016. Who's it going to be? Uh, I'm saying Columbus Crew. I just think that, that they've improved considerably this off season, and I, I think Kai Kamara is going to have a really really big year once again. I, I'll save my my uh, further specific player picks for I'm sure uh, when you ask me. But I just think they get over the hump this year. I really like their team well-rounded, uh, know what their identity is. As Matt Doyle said on ETR, though, yesterday, it could get stale with Greg Berhalter. You never know. He's been there two years. Can yeah. he keep it going? That's my one big question. Well, I, I mean, it's funny because I think we all value the consistency of of Columbus, and it seems like it's chugging along, but this is, you know, every now and then something will happen. There'll be a, uh, a kink in the works, or, or, or maybe the message does go stale. All right, so we'll watch Columbus to be MLS Cup champion uh, per Andrew Weeby. Who do they play in the final, Andrew? I'm, I'm having them play uh, FC Dallas. I, I think you look at those two teams, and what I like about them is they've built projects over the course of a few years. They've brought up young players. This is the year, I think, for FC Dallas. I heard Steve Davis say Aruti was his breakout player, and he said 12 to 14 goals. He 
basically took the words right out of my mouth, so I sound really lame right now. But I think he and Mauro Diaz are going to have a really, really productive partnership. That central midfield is, I mean, it's salty. Those are young legs. Those are experienced guys now. Uh, I really like that. I think their their central defense is really good. Bringing back Walker Zimmerman was a big win for this club. Uh, My big question is, if Aruti doesn't work out, if Aruti gets injured, who is the forward behind him? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, that's a question. Yeah. So we'll see. There, there are some teams in this league, um, not not as fancied as FC Dallas, who I look at them, their teams and go, who's going to score the goals? FC Dallas has that player, and certainly you're going to get something out of Diaz. You know Castillo is going to score some goals. Akadeli is going to chip in, but if you need that one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry? Barrios as well. Barrios, yeah. Those guys are incredibly athletic and will score. We'll, we'll see. I mean, if they, but if they lose that, that, that focal point up top, again, that's the issue. All right. Uh, Supporter Shield 2016. I'm going with the crew as well. Okay. Uh, you know, Kamara's not going to be gone for international duty. I think international duty this summer is going to play a big role. I know there's a break, but you're going to have guys who are tired coming off that, who come back for the rest of the season, who haven't had a really uh, much of a break on their legs. So, I'm, I think that they're a team that, that are going to benefit from some of that. Sure, they have some international guys, uh, but I think a lot more of the elite, so quote-unquote elite in MLS, because God knows it's a crapshoot, uh, teams will be affected more by Euros and, and Copa America. That, that's just such an underrated part of playing in MLS and, and the difficulties therein. That summer that starts to get packed both with uh, with international games and league games. Because remember, CONCACAF basically plays every single summer. It, mm. It's every two years, but with COPA, it's basically every summer. Yeah. Uh, you just have guys with wear and tear on them, and it affects them in the second half of the year. And we know in MLS, that's when that's when you make your money. That's when you win trophies. So well, I imagine that's uh, going to... I think that I think they do it. Okay. I imagine that's going to that's gonna inform your MVP pick then. Who's your MVP? Look, I gotta stick with Columbus and, and they're gonna go crazy for this. I just think Kai Kamara thrives when he has something to prove. I think last year it was about a proven that he, proven that he deserved a DP deal, that he had improved, that he was an elite player in this league. I think he feels as though he's proved that and, and I agree, but now he's gonna have a lot of people saying, earn your money. Um, and, and he's a, he's a guy that I think self-motivates. He's a guy that now has more attacking options around him. A full year of Mwati, I think, is going to be really good for him. It's going to allow Greg Burhalter to freshen up those wings. When a guy like Ethan Finley, for instance, uh, maybe hits a wall in the second half of the year, I just think he's a matchup nightmare. He's in his prime. He's right. motivated. The Columbus crew are a good team. I'll, I'll mm. give him that MVP award. All right, and, and i got to run here. I uh, run out of time, but I, I'm going to ask your U.S. Open Cup pick. I mean, again, <laughs> you can just literally pick anybody out of the hat that you want, and it's not, probably not going to matter. <laughs> Throwing darts at a board, man. That's all go. these preseason predictions. Uh, Sporting KC, get the best crowds, value this tournament the most, have a tradition of winning it. Uh, I think they care, and that matters a lot. In this there tournament. you go. Andrew Wiebe, MLSsoccer.com, Extra Time Radio. Appreciate the time. Andrew, good picks, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, Andrew Wiebe there with his uh, roommate making some cereal in the background. Brian Dunsith from, from everywhere. That's what it says. It says Brian Dunsith from everywhere now joins us. Hey, Dunny. <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. What you got for well, me? Well, I, I, I mean, are you ready for the season? I mean, this is this is when uh, this is when it gets real here. Preseason is fun. Obviously, you know, I, I know you're out in Utah. You got RSL, the Champions League. I know you did some broad, but this is when it gets real fun. MLS back. Um, so I'll, I'll right off the bat here. MLS Cup champion 2016. Who you got? 
Uh, I think I'm going to go with FC Dallas. Um, I, I, I love what Oscar Perez has done. I'll, I'll said it once, I'll say it again. I, I think he's got to be in high consideration for the next U.S. men's national team coach, especially with the way he develops young players, and, and, and he's able to cultivate a culture inside the locker room and, and a style and a substance on the field. I love what he's done with the additions of Figueroa and Grezzo and Pizarrezzo, but Ortiz and Maxi Rudy and then Mauro Rosales, I, I think very quietly underneath the radar, uh, this was probably the best additions on the field um, in, in 2016. Look at, look, look at that team with those young players, all that Latin flavor. FC Dallas is a, is a high-quality pick for MLS Cup. Uh, so who do they play in the final? Who comes out of the East? Uh, I think, again, I, I think it's between New York Red Bulls and Columbus Crew. Um, I think both have proven they can be models of consistency. Um, I, I think both will have very minimal international call-ups, which will lead to uh, more, more consistency in the starting 11. Um, so, I, I, again, I, I like both of those teams to really battle it out for the top spot. But at, at the end of the day, if Ty Kamara can replicate his performance uh, from last year, um, I think it's a very, very frightening crew over the course of the year if they can tidy things up defensively a little bit more. Last year, FC Dallas uh, tied the Red Bulls on points, lost out on the on the Supporter Shield on a tiebreaker. Um, so that kind of bucks the wisdom that the Supporter Shield is going to come out of the East because it's the easier conference to pick up points in, blah, blah, blah. Do you have the conference, uh, the Supporter Shield winner coming out of the East this year? No, um, I, I still think it'll come out of the West. I, I think the West will be... Uh, it, it'll, it, it's going to be frightening. The 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 depth in the West, the quality in the West, um, the the attack minded mentality that I think we continue to see. The pieces that have been added, um, and again, this is only preseason. I, I'm really fascinated to see what teams do with the target allocation yeah. money uh, halfway through, um, because I don't think anyone thought that target allocation money would be the tradable asset that it was during the super draft, much less. Uh, the mechanism that affords teams to start re-signing guys like Jossie Zardes and Darlington Nagby and Diego Chara. So uh, I, I still think the strength is in the West, um, and I think a lot of people will continue to say, well, they're just going to chop each other down, um, six-point swings back and forth. Uh, but I, I just I feel as if the West Coast has something special okay. this year, and, and you're going to see a team potentially run away. Well, do you, do, you, do you have a pick for me? I mean, do you think FC Dallas can do a double, or you got a different supporters' win, uh, shield winner? No, I, I do. I, I just think the the consistency in this group from SC Dallas and, and the lack of international call-ups plays okay. in their favor. I, 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 I just really like what Oscar's done down there. Uh, who's your MVP this year? I think you got to go for the repeat with Jovinko. Okay. Um, I like it. I, I just I can't see him slowing down. Uh, he's just such an incredibly dominant force, and whether whether or not he's got Josie or or Michael around him. Um, you know, I, I just can't. Uh, I, I just can't see him slowing down. Although it will be fascinating to see, no Hurt Gomez, no Robbie Finley. Uh, what the depth of that front line attack does look like for Toronto? Okay, there you go. Here's uh, your MVP, and, and and I don't know why you would doubt Javinko. Uh, let's see the breakout star. You got one name that you're watching. I mean, uh, a young player maybe. Yeah, I actually have three players, uh, and, and one's not a young player. Uh, I think Burrito Martinez out here in Salt Lake City. Um, we, 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 we always joke around about Hakahavi. I think this year is going to be smothering the burrito uh, because of how much he was fouled over those two legs of Tigres. Um, I really like what I saw from Luciano Acosta, uh, the young number 10 mm -hmm. for DC United, on loan from Boca, 21 years old, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, 
he showed me in small glimpses that he's going to be the one player that opponents have to figure out a way to slow down when they play DC. Uh, and listen, if, if Patrick Vieira is high on him, I'm high on him as well. Uh, Tommy McNamara, uh, mm-hmm. back from that ACL injury suffered with Chivas USA. If he gets consistent minutes, uh, he is has the opportunity to be a really impactful wide player. Exciting, exciting young man. All right, um, and uh, I, I think uh, basically that's all the well. Uh, open cup, you know, your open cup pick uh, on the record here, <laughs> Brian. Hey, because it's, because we always get sucked into promotion relegation. Let's go with the Cosmos. Oh, let's, let's there it, it is. See, like I like it being a little different. Brian Dunsith on Soccer Morning with his uh, MLS Cup or MLS picks for 2016. Donnie, appreciate the time. Um, in, enjoy Sunday, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you throughout the year. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. There goes uh, Brian Dunstan. You can hear him on Sirius XMFC as well um, on Counterattack these days. Let's go now to Senior Sports Illustrated writer Grant Wall, a regular here at Soccer Morning. Hi, Grant. Hey, Jason. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, I'm, I'm 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 I don't know eight, ten, twelve people deep at this point, and we just keep rolling on, uh, name <laughs> after name. Uh, it's good to have you. Let's uh, let's start with MLS Cup winner 2016. Who 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 takes home the trophy this year? Toronto FC is my pick. Uh, I like who they've added uh, on the defensive side. Uh, you know, when you look at Clint Irwin, when you look at Drew Moore, Data Shore, uh, and then just guys like Will Johnson, I think are really good team guys. Uh, I'm not worried about an attack, uh, but you know they seem to be a more complete team this year, and uh, they certainly spend enough money. I think they're finally going to back it up. All right, there you go. It's all about stop. I mean, you think they're going to get enough goals with Devinko and Altidore and some of those other players, but you know they need to stop other teams in order to have a chance to um, to actually win the trophy this year. So who do they play in the final? Uh, you know, I've got Portland, again, uh, winning out West. You know, I, I look at what they did last year, and, uh, and they were just tremendous in the, the latter stages of the season, deserved to be the MLS Cup champion. And uh, I think you know the challenge when you win something like that is to to back it up again and, and, and do it again. That's what Grizzly has been able to, to do for so many years in LA, and that's truly impressive. Uh, I like what Caleb Porter is building there, and uh, I think we'll go. A long ways again this season. You're the first one to mention Portland for any of these picks today, which is a little surprising considering they are the defending champions. All right, supporter, yeah. supporter shield, Grant. Supporter shield. I'm going to give it to Toronto on this one. Uh, due to the, the unbalanced schedule and the fact the West is better than the East, it's more likely we're going to see a team from the East win the supporter shield then. Uh, so I like Toronto. I think they're going to have uh, a tremendous regular season in postseason. So Toronto FC again for uh, for Grant Wall uh, MVP in 2016. Kai Kamara is my MVP pick. Okay. Uh, came very close to winning it last year, and Javico was fantastic last year, and I think he'll be very good again this year. But he's also going to probably miss some significant time for Euro 2016. So uh, if I'm splitting hairs. I'm going to go with Kamara. Okay, Kai Kamara, obviously 22 goals. Uh, pretty unstoppable last year. Uh, dominant dominant in the air, and if he gets that service again from uh, from those fullbacks in Columbus, which you imagine um, they'll be able to provide, he, he should have another another great season. All right, so MVP pick, um, uh, Kai Kamara. Your breakout star, a, a young player, maybe or maybe somebody who's bounced around who's going to have a really good year. 
Well, there's a couple names I'll throw out there. You know, Mauro Diaz, to me, is a guy that if he stays healthy, uh, could be the MVP this year. He's just tremendous to watch, tremendously influential for Dallas. Um, and I, I like what he brings to the table if he's healthy all year long. Uh, maybe for a younger guy, one guy I hear a lot about uh, from coaches around the league is Christiani Gita from uh, from Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say he's kind of an unsung guy, but you know, really good young player. Uh, Jesse Marsh really talked him up a lot. Um, I spoke to him for SI.com. He actually named Gita as kind of one of the unsung players in the league. Uh, there you go. All right, so uh, breakout star, your open cup pick. Uh, Grant, we're throwing that one in just for fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna gonna pick. Uh, I haven't even thought about that one yet. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with Kansas City again. Okay. You know, right. Kansas City and Seattle are the teams that seem to really take the Open Cup more seriously than most, and and they've they've won them uh, in recent years. And uh, so, you know, I, I look at Kansas City, and and that's a, a club that uh, uh, they want to win trophies. Uh, I'll pick them again. All right. Grant Wall, senior writer, Sports Illustrated, obviously uh, a regular here around Soccer Morning. We appreciate the time as always, Grant. Thanks for your picks. My pleasure. Take there care. There goes uh, Grant Wall. Uh, let's now move on to, I'm not sure what number we're on, but we're pretty deep here. Andrea Canales from ESPN FC, uh, formerly of Sideline Views, one of my favorite blogs back in the day. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm all right. Wow, I'm impressed you admit to reading that. It was pretty. What do you mean admit uh, admit uh, to reading? Come on, that was one of the best. We're talking like six, seven, eight years ago. It's been a long time. Uh, back when, before I even was a, a young blogger myself, Andrea. All right, let's uh, let's do these picks. Uh, uh, 2016 MLS uh, season underway on Sunday, Andrea. The uh, MLS Cup champion this year. Who do you got? New York Red Bulls. Okay, they finally get that done. I mean, this is. 20, it'll be 21 years, the 21st year of that team's existence, and they don't have that trophy yet. What what makes you think that they can get it done this year? I just think they have a really solid squad all the way through. I mean, they won the Supporter Shield, um, and it's, you know, even, even in the playoffs, it wasn't like they were blown out. It was pretty close. And, um, you know, they've, they've locked down, uh, Dax McCarty in, uh, in the midfield. His partnership with question is just, it seems to be improving all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that, um, I mean, obviously there's a lot of buzz around the other New York team and, uh, even down south with Orlando and Kaka, but, those guys didn't even make the playoffs. I think one of those teams might make the playoffs this year, but I think New York is really just putting the pieces together kind of the way you need to in a system like MLS, where it's really about overall team quality and balance. Right. Yeah. And, you know, hitting hitting that momentum at the at the right time. I think they've, you know, learned from their playoff exit this year, and um, I really see them advancing all the way and finally finally taking the big prize all right there you go uh they, they, they expect to get more out of gonzalo verone this year so there's some some bonus maybe coming for the red bulls your uh your western conference winner who the red bulls face off in the mls cup final uh i think the red bulls will face seattle okay all right they lose oba but but they got plenty of firepower do you think um you know, think jordan morris and, and nelson valdez can help make up for the loss of oba femi martins yeah, I also think you can't count out the uh, contribution from Ivan Schitz either. Uh, mm-hmm. I really think, you know, and, and, and Dempsey's still, you know, uh, out there firing. So um, 
I, I think in some ways, um, I mean, it, it's always sucks to lose somebody like Obafemi Martin, but I also think that Seattle is a team that really can bring a young player, and it's not like they're unfamiliar with Jordan Morris either. I mean, that's really the ideal situation for him in terms of, you know, people around him that know him and a place where he's comfortable. I think it's really going to allow him to shine and he's going to contribute. And he doesn't have to be the star either. Uh, I don't really think that he's expected to fill in for uh, Oba, and that's what he needs. He needs to just be a contributor and to develop his game and continue to progress. All right, your supporter shield winner, Andrea. The LA Galaxy. Ooh, okay. The old guys get uh, it done down there in LA. All right. Yeah, uh, I I really think that they put in like uh, a lot of pieces, e- even things like changing Robbie Rogers to the other side. It's it's going to make them look bad in preseason. But these are players on uh, the roster that know how to perform. And once they figure out working with each other, I really think the Galaxy are going to hit some stride when other teams are sort of decimated with uh, call-ups during the summer that they won't have to deal with. Mm. I don't think that, you know, uh, people, are, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting that England is not going to call Gerard. Or Ashley Cole? <laughs> I mean, what? And, oh, of course not. <laughs> All right. But All right. In the end, that's going to actually help the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah it probably will. All right. I, I got I to gotta move quickly here. Let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, you know, a breakout star, somebody that, uh, that people should uh, be on the lookout for is making a big contribution. Uh, I see Diego Fagundes having Ooh, kind good. of a like renaissance with yeah. uh, with the revolution. I think he's healthy again. I think um, it's it's kind of time for him to put the pieces together and show that he's not just that youthful flash in the pan. And you're uh, an open cup pick. I'm making everybody pick one, Andrea. Wow, the open cup. I think sometimes it's a team that prioritizes just getting any kind of trophy. Um, to have something to hang their hat on. So uh, it's always somebody, or at least in the finals, even if they don't win the trophy, that people don't expect. So I'm going to pick Orlando for this one because I think they're the type to prioritize uh, maybe you know one of the trophies that people don't always think about firsthand and to really go for it. There you go. Andrea Canales, ESPN FC Soccer Canales on Twitter. Go follow her. Thank you very much for the time, Andrea. No problem. Thanks. Goes uh, Andrea. Let's move along. We've got uh, a couple more names to get into this program. Next up, Jeremiah O'Shan from SB Nation. Hi, Jeremiah. Hey, how's it going? Going well. All right, 2016 season starting on Sunday. Uh, the Timbers are the defending champions. Uh, no pick so far for them to repeat. So who's your champion in 2016? Oh, no one picked them to repeat. Let's <laughs> let's put some pressure on them. <laughs> You're not picking them to repeat, are you? Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers, oh, yeah, definitely going to win MLS Cup again. Uh, Pressure's now on. (laughs) (laughs) That's not your legitimate pick. Come on. Is it that crazy of a pick to say that the Portland Timbers are going to repeat as MLS Cup champions? No, it is absolutely not a crazy. It is that crazy. It's It's pretty crazy. Okay, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Let's go with with the crew. Okay. Um, uh, I think the crew are going to come back even... uh, you know, even even hungrier this year. I like I like them a lot. Okay, for, so the the crew to come out. But of, I actually do think that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, in all seriousness, I, I I'm a little surprised that no one's picking the Timbers. I feel like the Timbers are um, they were not the t- team I was going to pick first, but um, 
I feel like the the, the Timbers are 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 an, a better version of the team they were last year. Um, but there you go. Anyway. All right, so uh, if you've got Columbus uh, winning the title, they're going to be the playoff champion of the Eastern Conference. Who's the playoff champion of the West? Who makes it to the MLS Cup final and loses to Columbus? Man, you know what? Um, I again, I this is all crapshoot, right? But I, I will say that I've been surprised. I don't think I've heard anyone expecting much of the Sounders. Let's say the Sounders get to the final, lose to the Crew. Okay, so uh, the Seattle Sounders and, and you know Andrea Canales just picked them to do something. I can't remember what it was because I have so many picks swirling around in my head. Um, but she indicated that she thought that they could make up for the loss of of Martins. You think that uh, combination of, of of goals from Morris and Valdez and Ivan Schitz and and some other players is going to make up for Martins? I actually I don't think scoring goals is going to be the issue. You okay. know, if you look at the yep. the total goals the Sounders scored last year, I actually think. I think collectively they'll score more goals than they did last year. Um, the the big question will be how they how Martin's loss affects the depth of the team. Okay, there you go. So uh, Sounders out of the Western Conference supporter shield winner, Jeremiah. Let's let's go with. Uh, I I really like the Whitecaps still. I think that the Whitecaps are going to be. You know, I, I thought they were really good last year. They were kind of, I thought they were, they were kind of crude. They looked to me like a, a supporter shield favorite last year. That seems like they got better in the offseason. Let's go with the White Caps. Okay. I like that. I tell you, well, whatever. I'll reveal that a little bit later as to whether or not I agree with you on that. MVP in 2016. MVP, man. Um, Darlington Nagby, I thought was, you know, it's, it's funny. You look at his stats over the last couple of years and they don't necessarily jump off the page. And I feel like that's, you know, he's, He's clearly a very talented player. Uh, I think he's got a long future with the U.S. national team, and I would not at all be surprised to see him have the kind of breakout year that statistically we've been kind of waiting to see. Okay, fair enough. Um, is that does that you're going to put him in the MVP and the breakout year category? Because I, I'm gonna, I was going to ask you for a breakout star as well. Well, let's see, you know, I was he was the guy that I was thinking of there, but. You know, the thing is, is that it's hard to call him. I, I mean, I realize statistically he hasn't had a breakout year, right. um, but it feels it feels a little like cheap he, to like call he's got him a bu- breakout player because he's gotten yeah. because he, I mean he's he's a, he's an established player already. Right, exactly. He's got he's had buzz. He certainly has been uh, you know promoted as a as a, st- a young star of this league. It's been up and down. That's why there was so much scrutiny on him when he wasn't scoring goals and wasn't playing up to his standard or a standard that we put on him. All right, so th- that's a decent pick. Let's go to let's go to um, Open Cup, uh, Jeremiah, before I run you out because i got to get to a couple more people. And so the last one? Open Cup? Yeah, Open Cup. Man, um, that's, it's, it, is, it is a bit of a crapshoot more than anyone else, but I, I really think that the um, – let's see here. I should have come more prepared for this. No, no, look, uh, here's Jeremiah. Is, you, you can pick anybody Dallas for this. Dallas is going to make a good run at this one. <laughs> Dallas. I know you could. Okay. Uh, it's, it is, you could pull it out of here. I think Dallas is. It, it, Dallas feels like a, a, a team that could make a really good run in that. Okay, there you go. Jeremiah O'Shan from SB Nation uh, joining us with his picks for the 2016 MLS season. Uh, Jeremiah, thank you very much for the time. No, my pleasure. There goes Jeremiah. Good stuff. He's, guys, you don't have to. Whatever. Being prepared is 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 overrated. We now turn to uh, Jeff Kasouf, the recently <laughs> named editor of the 442 USA effort. Uh, also, 
formerly, or I imagine still part of EqualizerSoccer.com. Jeff Kasuf, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. All right, your 2016 MLS Cup picks. I'm putting you on the spot. On the spot, um, your uh, your winner first. Winner, I like Toronto FC. I think that you know defensively they they've made some improvements. Obviously, the offensive firepower is still there. Um, I think that it's probably a case where, you know, maybe the summer is a little dicey. Copa America, um, obviously Josie, Michael Bradley, um, you know, it's a it's a case of a, a late run, and that obviously favors, uh, you know, an MLS Cup run. So I like Toronto. All right, that's um, it's a big jump for them. But then again, we've seen plenty of teams make that big jump from year to year before so tfc winning mls cup 2016 who they face off against in the who they face off in the final against i'm going fc dallas i mean young team that that probably you know i think arguably got better over the the off season and and um obviously some heartbreak in in the postseason last year where um with a young team there's there's some lessons to learn from that i think that you know that's something that's probably underrated in terms of um you know ability to grow from that and sort of keep a a young very good squad intact so i like fc dallas in in a very crowded west okay fc dallas plenty of uh, talent obviously it's about consistency through the year year for them uh and and obviously nearly made it last year also nearly supporter shield winners who do you got lifting that mm-hmm. trophy this year jeff i have a familiar face or familiar faces uh i like new york red bulls um <laughs> you know I, I think tfc taking that uh like i said uh, maybe a late run um i think the red bulls are sort of built for sustainability if you will over the course of the season and um <laughs> Maybe uh, tragically for them, another very good regular season, a shield, and and nothing to show for it um, in the postseason. That would be really remarkable if they they come up short in the postseason again, but they win the supporter shield because that would be three in four years. That's that's an insane level of consistency in terms of regular season performance that we've never seen before, Jeff. Well, listen, I mean, you got to set a standard somewhere, man. So. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if if that's the thing that the Red Bulls end up owning, I wonder how their fans will feel about that because, of course. You know, everybody pushes for for an MLS Cup, and yet here's the supporter shield and 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 that theory that the regular season champion is the real quote unquote champion MVP in 2016. <laughs> Jeff, MVP, the man who's finally getting paid. I think he's going to be happy for it, and I think he's going to be. It's going to be tough to match numbers wise, but I think Kai Kamara is is somebody who can. Do what he did last season consistently. Um, you know, there, there's no uh, there's no contract dispute starting. You know, to go into a season with, and, and I think that that is a very good thing for both him and the crew. Yeah, yeah, this is not an Eddie Johnson situation. Imagine that Kai Kamara comes out strong, having signed that new contract. All right, um, pick a pick a breakout star or or somebody who's under the radar right now. We're going to be talking about in 2016. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing Jordan Morris doesn't count. On the radar, he's want, very. I'm large. interested to see. I should say Emmanuel Botang in L.A. Um, being able to sort of fly under the radar there. With I mean, obviously, I think wherever he ranks in terms of names, you would talk about on that team of, you know, uh, whatever tenth or beyond. Uh, probably at that point, um, I'm interested to see how he does and i think he can do well sort of flying under the radar in a team that um should do well but you know could very well implode um which which would be a great storyline to watch um either way mm-hmm. all right so uh m- maybe out in la um an interesting story your um your open cup champion that's where we'll close this out jeff 
Open Cup, I'm going to go with FC Dallas. I like, you know, I like them. I think that, you know, the youth we talked about is is beneficial in terms of juggling the schedule, which is always, um, you know, the yearly juggle of, of league play, Open Cup, um, a busy summer, um, and, and obviously, you know, a bit of a crapshoot on, on Open Cup on, on many of occasions. So um, I'll go with Dallas, the, the my pick for the West as well. There you go. Jeff Kasouf doing good work as uh, 442 USA gets off the ground. Thank you for the time and the picks, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, there goes Jeff Kasouf. We are in the home stretch. We've got two names left. Next up, national broadcaster for Fox Sports, John Strong, who will be in Seattle for uh, Sounders versus Sporting on Sunday. Hi, John. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, sir. It's uh, it's awfully early where you are, and I appreciate your time. Let's. Uh, yeah, but Alexi was up earlier than I was. I'm also true. half certain he's a vampire, so you know I can't really complain too much. Yes, there's 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 a lot of questions about uh, Alexi's sleeping habits. Let's uh, let's go first to MLS Cup champion 2016. You got a pick for me, John? Well, here's what I will say. Uh, you know, we come into every game we broadcast with more information than everyone else. We've got the lineups. We've got who's hurt. We've got who's been playing well. Who isn't? What are the keys? What are the special little wrinkles each coach has? And if I've learned anything, we have no clue whatsoever what is going to happen in that game. I don't know that anyone outside of the the Providence Park locker room would have picked Portland at this time last year. What I will say is this. I think L.A. and Seattle have put all their chips on the table as MLS Cup or bust this year. Um, I think if, if everything can sort of hold together for Toronto, they have to be in that conversation as well. I also think that Dallas, given the fact that they have been getting closer and closer every year, are going to be coming from the outside lane. But um, I, you know, at the risk of sort of suffering a confirmation bias, I, I would say that L.A. and Seattle, they have the overall quality. If everyone's healthy, if everything works, to be there at the end. But I think it's, it's foolishness to try to think we have any clue what the league yeah. is going to look like. Uh, in November now. Sure, sure. Uh, this is why we're we're pick. This is why we're making picks just for fun because we know that this league uh, punishes those who uh, go out on a, on a limb. All right. So, uh, if you had to pick an Eastern Conference champion, who are you taking out of that conference? Well, I think the Red Bulls. It's the same thing, but can it work a second time around? Um, becomes the interesting question. Columbus certainly has a single-minded focus. Um, obviously Toronto, as I said, it's sort of like an L.A. light where everything has to work at once for them to get there. Um, but I'm definitely intrigued by Columbus because I think they would have learned a lot from last year's experience, uh, trying to make a few tweaks here or there uh, to make sure they have consistency throughout the entire year. You know, if Kai Kamara can have another monster year, um, I think their noses are perhaps a little bit in front out of the East. And I do certainly think that it's much likelier we have a Supporter Shield winner out of the Eastern Conference and we have an MLS Cup winner. Okay slightly more battle-hardened, perhaps, out of the West. Well, that's what happened in 2015, although FC Dallas got very close. So who, who does win the Supporters' Shield this year? I think, again, if it's, if it's Columbus, you know, they're going to be right there. Uh, the Red Bulls, I think, at this point are going to downshift, perhaps, a little bit, knowing that Supporters' Shield is great, but they want to go after MLS Cup. Dallas is the other one. The only difference is they can't take anyone by surprise anymore. People are going to know they're coming. People are going to know... Uh, their their strengths. They're not going to be able to, to sort of sneak up in any individual game as perhaps they might have last year. Okay. Um, so again, Columbus and what Greg Berhalter is building there is very, very intriguing. All right. Uh, MVP, John? Well, it's it's one of three. If it's if Kai Kamara scores 30 goals, you have to give it to him. Uh, if Sebastian Jovinko, you know, even though it's, it's a slightly reworked front line, has another insane year, you have to give it to him. The only thing I'd say, if 
everything works in L.A. If this project actually happens and, and succeeds throughout the course of the year, it's going to be led by Robbie Keane, who, who, if you can possibly be quiet about it, you know, set a career high his entire career going back to Europe for goals in a season and goals in a league season last year as Jovinko had his insane year. So if, if it works for L.A., it's keen. If it doesn't, you know, if, if Kai Kamara can break the record, which I, he might well be able to, um, to see if they give him penalty duty this year, uh, I think it's Kai. Okay, there you go. Um, if you had to pick uh, just a, a breakout star or somebody worth watching you think might uh, raise their game this year, who's that, John? I'd love to see Darlington Nagby make the leap from, you know, a guy with flashes, good end of the season, to someone who is consistently great every single game, because we know he can. Uh, Harry Ship, an angry Harry Ship, is really interesting in Montreal, but it's hard to get a bead on what on earth that team is going to be like when Didier Drogba is sort of showing up at some point, perhaps. Uh, and I actually, I like what Jeff Kasuf said, because I was thinking of two, Emmanuel Boateng, can he play the Mike McGee role? Because in mm-hmm. talking to A.J. De La Garza last week, he said, Boateng gives us something we've never had in the eight years that I've been here, which is pure speed and a little bit of guile. He's a different type of player out on the wing amidst all the big stars. So um, I, I would hope for one of those three to really, by the end of the season, have stamped their authority on things. All right. And, and I'm asking everybody, I realize that this is literally a toss-up. Uh, it depends on who takes it seriously and how things break. But an Open Cup champion, John. I love Dunny's subversive answer of the New York Cosmos, uh, but I'm going to go with the feel-good pick of the Philadelphia Union. Okay, finally get it done in Philadelphia. John Strong from Fox Sports here on Soccer Morning with his 2016 MLS, uh, MLS uh, picks. Appreciate the time, John, and uh, enjoy the game on Sunday. We'll, we'll be talking to you throughout the year, I'm sure. Thank you, Jason. Always appreciate it. There goes John Strong. Good stuff from him. And our final guest, the anchor. Um, who, who always ran the anchor leg back when the U.S. was like dominant in, uh, in track? I'm not sure who that was. Matt Doyle from MLSsoccer.com, the armchair analyst. You're that guy, Matt. Yeah, I think it was Carl Lewis, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it would be Carl Lewis. Um, you know, uh, I was a kid back in those days, so it's, uh, it's a long, long time ago. Uh, Matthew Doyle, your MLS Cup champion in 2016. I think Vancouver does it, uh, over Columbus. Vancouver, White, you're the first person to pick the Whitecaps to win to win yeah. the cup for sure. And I think we may have had a supporter shield pick earlier. So if you you said uh, Vancouver over Columbus, so that that takes care of the second question: Who wins the Eastern Conference? Who wins the supporter shield? Uh, the shield's going to go to New England. I, I just love what they've done uh, this off season. I think it was mostly kind of understated stuff. Uh, but they addressed their biggest need, which was death in the back. And then getting Kofi as a replacement for uh, Jermaine Jones makes sense to me because Kofi is the same type of player. He's obviously not as good as Jones on the day, He's the same, but he brings the same strength to the table. Um, and he's plug-and-play, and he's going to be there for 30, 34 games, yeah. uh, whereas Jones is going to be in and out of the lineup. And you can't have such an influential player out of the lineup. So I think they're actually going to be better because of that move. Yeah, you think that, that, that maybe an improving uh, Caldwell makes up for a bit of the loss of Jones while Kofi can cover the same sort of ground Jones does in midfield, something like that area? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think so, but I think it's more just stability. Yeah. You know, like he's Every team Jermaine Jones plays on is becomes his team. It has to take on his personality because he he refuses to be a part of something else. You know, it it, it has to be 
you know, his structure. So by having a little bit more stability in that spot, and even though you downgrade in terms of individual talent, I think the Revs will get better. And, and I just think guys like Juan Agudelo, Charlie Davies, Teal Bunbury, Kellen Rowe, Diego Fagundes, Lee Wynn, of course, like that is a, a lot of yeah. really, really good yeah. attack. That, 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 the, the front end of that, uh, that New England Revolution, uh, uh, formation is, is pretty ridiculous, and the guys they can rotate through. All right, uh, MVP in 2016, man. Mauro Diaz. Uh, I'm hoping he played about 2,000 minutes last year. I'm hoping he gets up to about 2,500 uh, this year. And honestly, if if the Western Conference wasn't so much tougher than the Eastern Conference, I would have FC Dallas as the the Shield winners. But I just think the West you're going to drop points here and there, whereas New England, I think, will have a few easier road trips, but a healthy Mauro Diaz is just spectacular to watch. He, he can unlock the game from basically any point on the field, uh, and he's got a lot of weapons to pick out in that attacking third. Mm-hmm. Now, they got very close you know, last year, not only to um, Supporter Shield, but also to an MLS Cup final. What is it uh, about them, though, that you think may be a problem uh, with your, your pick of Vancouver over, over FC Dallas? Uh, oh, I'm just a natural contrarian. Okay, um, fair enough. No, no, fair enough. I mean, FC Dallas is everybody's pick because they, they, yeah, because of how close they got last year yeah. and all that young talent. So, absolutely, I can understand that. Um, all right, so we've got uh, Vancouver, Columbus, um, uh, FC Dallas. Oh, sorry, uh, New England winning the Supporter Shield. Moro Diaz with the MVP. Uh, a, a breakout name. Somebody, somebody under the radar right now who we're going to talk about a lot in 2016. Well, the, the easy one is is. Maxi or Rudy, because he's going to be a starter and he's going to have Mauro Diaz giving him imperfect passes for the entire season. Um, so I could say him, but the guy who I really think is going to get it done is Harry Shipp, because uh, okay. I, I think he's pissed off and he's gone from what was a, you know, a kind of a dumpster fire of an attack in uh, Chicago where he was still very productive to an attack that even without Didier Drogba has a lot of. Uh, a lot of options in Montreal. Right. Uh, and he's going to be playing his, his natural position, and he's got guys around him who can pass and defend a little bit. So I, I think he's going to go from like really good MLS player to like possible all-star, maybe even best 11 caliber. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, a big step up for Harry Ship. Uh, and, and the last thing here before I let you go, Matt, I'm just asking everybody for a bonus pick, your, your U.S. Open Cup champion in 2016. New York Red Bulls. Okay. Uh, they, I mean, their that fan base is dying for a cup of any sort, and um, they took it seriously last year. They really did. They just got, you know, unlucky with their finishing, ran into a hot keeper, uh, and then lost in PKs. But I think they are going to go all out to win this thing. I don't think they have the same. I don't think they have enough to win a shield uh, again. But I, I do think that they will get it done in uh, in the cup. Yeah. Uh, there you go, Matthew Doyle, the armchair analyst, MLSsoccer.com, our, our closer here, the anchor leg <laughs> on the crazy uh, relay that was Predictapalooza 2016. Matt, appreciate the time. Um, enjoy Sunday. I imagine uh, you'll be camped out watching pretty much everything that happens and uh, look forward to talking to you throughout the year. You got it, dude. There Talk goes. Uh, there goes. Matt Doyle, man, I am. Uh, hold on, let me take a deep breath. Woo! Okay, I think we're done. Except that I need to put my picks on the record uh, right now. I'm going to do that. Uh, MLS Cup winner. I got the Columbus Crew. I'm with uh, several other of our prognosticators, our experts, who said 
that Columbus was the pick in 2016. I got Columbus beating FC Dallas, so uh, I'm, I'm a like a lot of people in that regard. FC Dallas, I, I, I don't know if they win the title. I don't know that they win Supporter Shield. In fact, I've got Vancouver winning Supporter Shield. I, I went on a limb. I, I thought Vancouver, was, I think they're going to have a very good regular season, but maybe come up short in the playoffs. MVP, I don't know why you're going to pick against Sebastian Javinko. Look, I, I understand... We like to change things up. I know Kai Kamara is going to get a good service and a lot of goals, but Sebastian Davinko was so great last year, and that team's only going to be better. Um, breakout star. Nobody picked Kukuta Mane, and I, and I know he's not, he's not, in the, he's sort of in the same vein as Darlington Dagby. He got a lot of a buzz, but I think maybe Kukuta Mane becomes a, a major star in MLS in 2016. And my Open Cup winner, for the heck of it, I, I want to say the Cosmos. I want to say the Strikers, who, uh, Strikers fan73 has on Twitter. I I have RSL. I mean, any anybody can win. I I'm, I'll root for the Cosmos because I think them messing up the Open Cup, so to speak, would be a fun time. All right, that's it. We are done. I don't have any energy left, and I have to go get ready to do two hours of Sirius XM, which you should listen to in about 17 minutes, 18 minutes. Thank you very much to all of our guests. I cannot read all of their names. I do not have time, but uh, they are all fantastic. Go follow them on Twitter and enjoy the start of the MLS season 2016. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.